In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Gospel text for the second Sunday after Christmas tells us of the murder of the holy innocents of Bethlehem. Some call this the untold Christmas story. It's too terrible and too gory to be included in the Christmas narrative. And yet these events did take place and they were centered around the birth of Christ. The wise men, looking for the newborn king, had first gone to the palace in Jerusalem. Naturally, Herod the king wasn't thrilled when he heard about the birth of what he considered to be a rival to his throne. He instructed the wise men to report back once they had found Jesus, and they agreed. But later, being warned in a dream, they departed to their own country by another way. When Herod realized that the wise men had disappeared without reporting back, he was filled with great wrath. He knew that the child king was in Bethlehem somewhere, but that's all he knew. So in order to secure his throne, he sent his soldiers and brutally murdered every male child in Bethlehem and the surrounding area up to two years old. Of course, he didn't succeed in killing the Christ. An angel had warned Joseph to flee in the night with Jesus and his mother into Egypt. These innocent children that were slaughtered died for the sake of Christ, we might say, making them the first Christian martyrs, if not in will, that is by choice, then in deed. Herod was a violently wicked man. He later killed his own son to prevent him from aspiring to the throne. And when Herod's own death drew near, knowing that no one would mourn for him in all the land of Israel, he made plans to kill one member of every leading family at the moment of his death. This way, he thought, the whole nation would mourn at his passing. Herod truly was one of the most wicked kings who ever lived, yet he was not acting alone. In fact, one could rightly say that Herod was merely a puppet for someone far more wicked and cunning. The devil, that great serpent, the ancient foe of Christ and his church. Herod didn't know which woman in Bethlehem had given birth to the new king. He only knew of the prophecy that told of a king being born in Bethlehem. And so he killed perhaps a dozen or more innocents in a failed attempt to destroy Jesus. But what did Satan know? The very first promise of the gospel was spoken to the serpent in the Garden of Eden. God told the devil... The seed of the woman will crush your head. Satan knew that a woman would give birth to a child who would destroy his kingdom. He didn't know what woman this would be or when or where. So as a result, from the moment this promise was given, Satan has hated all childbirth. He didn't know which child would be the Savior, so in great wrath he has tried all through history to destroy them all. In the Old Testament, 
We read of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, who ordered the slaughter of every newborn male in Israel. He was trying to protect his earthly kingdom, but Satan was truly the one at work, seeking to destroy the child who would dethrone him. In the New Testament, we find the same script, only instead of Pharaoh, the king is Herod. Revelation chapter 12 sums up all the devil's wicked designs in this way. A great fiery red dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth to devour her child as soon as it was born. She bore a male child who was to rule all nations with a rod of iron, and her child was caught up to God and his throne. And the dragon was enraged with the woman, and he went off to make war with the rest of her offspring who keep the commandments of God and have the testimony of Jesus Christ. The devil has come down to earth having great wrath because he knows that his time is short. Before the birth of Christ, Satan, not knowing when or how Jesus would be born, acted out his murderous designs against all women with child. But his efforts were futile. Our Savior was born. He lived, was crucified, died, and was raised, and is now caught up to God and his throne. Satan was utterly defeated, and yet, driven by rage, he continues his doomed war. Since he cannot destroy Jesus, he now makes war upon the church, upon the rest of the offspring of the woman. Because he could not kill the one child who crushed his head, his rage compels him to continue the slaughter of the innocents, just as he did through Pharaoh and Herod. His time is short, and yet consider how he uses it. In less than 50 years, Satan has engineered the barbaric murder of over 60 million unborn children in the United States alone. So great is his rage against the birth of Christ. Worse yet, this time it's not a wicked king who does the devil's dirty work, but the children's own mothers and fathers, along with a medical industry that profits from their deaths. 30 million young women have been murdered in the name of reproductive health care for women. Perhaps you remember the bill that was passed by the New York State Senate about two years ago, legalizing abortion up to the moment of birth. Never has the devil's puppetry been so clearly on display than when Governor Cuomo signed the bill into law and the chamber erupted into cheering and applause. This cold level of barbarism makes Herod himself look like an amateur villain. May God have mercy upon us. And God has had mercy on us. While the devil's power may seem to be growing, it's actually his death convulsions that we are witnessing. His head was crushed that day on Calvary by the child he could not conquer, whose birth he could not prevent. Satan's time is running out, and very soon our Lord's return will forever put an end to his cunning wiles. 
Just as the angel of the Lord worked to deliver the Son of God from the trap that Satan had set for him, so will every one of the children of God be finally delivered from the snares of the devil. And while we wait for this final deliverance, we can follow the example of Joseph, the stepfather of Jesus. God worked through him to protect the Christ child. Joseph rose in the middle of the night to take Jesus and his mother to safety. And so we too should be willing to work through the night to prevent in any way we can the slaughter of children and protect their mothers. The church should be at the forefront of the fight against abortion, even as we show compassion, love, and forgiveness to those who have been deceived by the lies of Satan. For Christ came to bring life to every one of God's children, even to Herod, by the way. But Herod himself could never have believed that. At this present time, we live in a world that is saturated with the devil's wrath against the birth of the child. But we need not fear him or his minions. The devil may be a great fiery dragon, but his strength was defeated by the weakness of God, God incarnate upon his cross. All the plots and scheming of the devil came to nothing. And where is Herod's power now? Where is Pharaoh's mighty kingdom? Their kingdoms have long since perished from the earth, but our Lord Christ will reign forever and ever. The government shall be upon his shoulders, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. In the name of Jesus, amen.